who's on first? This is a question I got recently asked. How do I know which thought, which feeling is intuition? Was it the one I got immediately? Or is it my emotions? Or is it overthinking? Somewhere within all of these directions that I get, where and which one is intuition? Who's first? Was that my intuition? So let's go seek and find which one is intuition. Let's get into it. Hi and welcome to episode 139. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Mahoney, the business intuitive strategist, your personal chief intuitive officer, and fifth generation entrepreneur. The truth is intuition has been a hidden asset for centuries. To those who know of its power, it is their greatest asset. So join me as we leave traditional behind and leap into the future where every business relies on their intuition. There's this funny three stooges scenario where they play with who's on first and the the name of the player is who. And so they go through this whole thing. And when you're thinking about the difference of what your thought is, your logical thought, the emotional reaction and intuition, it can feel like, which base am I looking at? Which one is the one I need to know? And who's who? Where is intuition in all of this? How do I know which one to follow? And it can feel so overwhelming, especially when we are at a point when we really need direction. We really feel like we need to have a good answer of where to go. We feel like there's a lot going on. This feels like a major decision. There's a lot riding on this. First of all, I want to say, if you are in the position where there's a lot riding on it, it feels like a weighted, heavy decision. It's a, I'm going to make the right choice, I'm going to make the wrong choice. Then intuition is a lot harder to identify. Just the way it is. It's a lot harder to identify. So this is how you know that you're not hearing intuition clearly first and able to identify. Not only do you recognize that, but I want you to recognize when you have put too much weight on a decision. When you feel like it's so important, your emotions are driving it. It's either fear or forced false positivity. It is the desperation for something to work out. Or you've logically outlined the direction for something to go in such a way that you're tilting your thoughts and direction and it's hard to find intuition in there. It's This is when I talk about the haystack. Imagine this big haystack. Each little piece of hay is all of these demands, desires, these wants, these needs, this logical information. All of this stuff that you can say, well, here are the good reasons why I should do this or here are the reasons I shouldn't do this. Each one is a little piece of hay or pieces of hay and they're all piled on. Your intuition is that shiny needle that gets tossed in there somewhere along the way. When you're trying to figure out, okay, okay, now what is the intuitive direction in this? You start trying to pull this out and then as you pull the hay away, the needle just keeps getting lost. You see the glimmer and you're like, oh, now I don't know anymore. Was it even in here? Having a way to get a big magnet that you can swing around in there and that needle will just snap right to and you can hear that click of when it hits that magnet and you go, oh, 
There's my intuition. Thank goodness. Sometimes it's so hard to do on your own. And that's when you would outsource it. When you'd find someone like myself who can take that big magnet in there for you and pluck that shiny, beautiful needle out of that haystack of all these thoughts, these feelings, this logical direction, all of this stuff that we pile in there and we pull out the clarity of that shiny, bright needle. Can you do this on your own? Yes, is the answer to this question. It's a little bit harder to say the least on your own, but it can be done. And it is about honing and practicing intuition, refining it, recognizing as soon as you possibly can that you are off-roading into emotional wilderness, wanting something so badly or afraid of things not working out that you are overcompensating with this positive energetic need for something to work out. Or you're convincing yourself that this is a direction or not a direction you should go. When you are driving yourself forward by proving it to yourself logically. This is where we can run into a lot of trouble because it's very easy to do. And plus, the world right now still has a lot of marketing and fear-driven information to evoke emotion to get you to go a specific way. So they're really plucking at either your ego or your fears. That's why they have this whole idea of FOMO, fear of missing out. I can't even imagine where that came from because I don't remember that as a kid growing up, even as a teen or my 20s or 30s, this fear of missing out. Come on, there is no fear of missing out. Your path of intuition will always show you the way. So Forget this fear of missing out. Let go of that. That is just a marketing gimmick that we get caught up in. And then we allow it to be part of the rest of our life because we now identified it as this FOMO. We've given it a name. We've identified it. We know what it is. So let go of it. Throw it in the trash can because that is not helping either. Then we lean deep into this whole These are the reasons. This is logic. Again, part of this whole marketing gimmick, people are using it against us now. But it is something that we do. If you're a list maker, pros and cons, right? You will pro and con yourself to death. You'll have this huge list of pros and cons. Tell you, I used to be a big pros and cons kind of gal. Sometimes I will fall back into that, but then I have to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I convincing myself because I have some need for it to be a specific way? Am I driving it to be a specific way, a specific outcome? Am I so attached to how this is going to turn out? Is there something driving this pros and cons list? No matter how neutral I think it is, sometimes and often I should say it is being driven by some specific desired outcome, some wish for it to be a certain specific way, which is not how the world works. Let's just be clear about this. If you've been a human being on this planet, For any specific amount of time, you are fully aware that things do not work out the way you want them to be, specifically, in detail, exactly how you outline them. Even if you say you manifest something, it is not going to be exactly the way you imagine it to be, you visualized it. It will have some sort of tweak difference. Often it will be better, something you didn't think of. I'll give you an example. I always visualized having a BMW Z3. 
I kind of liked the teal color. I'm going to be honest with you. I just kind of was just unique and unusual. And I really liked it. I liked the little shark gills that were on the side of it. I just liked it. I also liked that Pierce Brosnan drove that in a 007 movie, which I only watched the ones with Pierce Brosnan. I'm just going to say. But I really, I was like, one day I will have this car. All right. Years go by, years go by. I'm confident somewhere this car will show up. Well, it did. But it was the Z4 in that beautiful gunmetal silver. I was at a BMW car meeting. I know, I'm a car chick. What can I say? You guys all know this about me. And there was the Z3 Teal. And I looked at it and I looked at mine. I'm like, oh yeah, mine's way better looking and slightly faster to say the least. So you know what? I got what I wanted. It was better than what I wanted. And so I wasn't so locked in that that was my only choice. When something better showed up, I was open to it. So this is what I want to remind you is that, yes, visualizing what you want is great, but be open to how that actually shows up. I'm going to go back to this needle in a haystack of understanding which is intuition, which is intuition, which is logic, which one's some sort of emotional thing coming at you. You need to identify as soon as you possibly can when you're starting to fill up that haystack with all of these pros and cons and logical ideas and fears and over positive thinking. Because the quicker that you can catch yourself when you've got a handful of hay and you're about to lay it there and you're thinking, oh, I'm never going to find that needle now. Stop. Stop. And catch yourself and go, wait, 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 what am I doing? Are these legitimate, logical decisions to make? Am I making a decision based on do I have the money available? Is it already set aside for something else? Are these true logical decisions or am I convincing myself of something? This is something you have to ask yourself right away because this is where we get caught in trying to identify which was the intuitive feeling. So here's something I want you to take a moment and do and and just take a breath and I want you to think of a time when you are sure it was intuition that directed you. It doesn't matter what it's about. It doesn't matter how it came through. It doesn't matter if it was a major thing or just a small thing. When you got the inkling to call someone and it went somewhere. For example, the other day I was sitting at my desk. I got the urge to call a friend who I haven't talked to for a really long time. We've touched base back and forth and tried to connect, but it just hasn't worked. I picked up the phone and I called and she was, oh my God, I was just thinking about how we need to catch up and talk. It was that exact moment. I want you to think of even something that simple. So, so simple. It could be bigger, but I want you to stop for a second and think of that moment. Now, what I want you to do is think about how that came to you. Was it physical? Did you get a physical feeling? Was it a feeling in your gut? Was it warmth in your heart? Was it a tightness in your throat? Like what was the physical feeling? Maybe it wasn't a physical feeling. Maybe it was just somebody's name popping up in your head, an image of them, a memory of them. Maybe it was their name. Maybe it was a conversation that you had. 
maybe it was a loud voice in your head that said, call George Smith. Think about what that was like for you. What, how did it come through? What was the experience? Reflect on that and make a note of it. I want you to have a piece of paper, write these things down. What was it? How did it feel? Can you remember the outcome? So now we've identified, I want you to sit and imagine that feeling. Soak yourself in it. Now, will your intuition always come one way or the other? No, it will not. It will come in all four different ways, but this is one that you're familiar with and you're connected to. So I want you to feel that feeling of when you got this intuitive moment. I want you to take some time and soak in it and remember what that was like and what that experience led you to. Now, when you get into these heavy logical moments and these emotional ones that are fear-oriented or overly positive, convincing yourself this is the right way, and you start to realize that you're grasping at all these straws and you're actually trying to find this needle in the haystack, this intuitive direction that you dropped somewhere in there, stop for a minute, clear away the hay the best that you can, release everything else and focus in on what that feeling was that one time that you're connected to, maybe it's multiple times of when you know your intuition came through and focus in on that and relax and say, okay, I just need my intuition to come. This is what I'm most familiar with. What is the intuitive direction? And release all of that other junk. It may not be able to be done in the moment. You may need to step away for a minute. You may need to do something to relax your mind. Watch the funny cat video. Do coloring. Go for a walk. Go for, uh, go for a drive, which I like to do. Do some yoga. Do your meditation. Go watch a sci-fi show. Do whatever thing you need to do to just check out of that for a minute and be able to approach it and shift and come at it from a different direction. And then allow your intuition to come through. Because when you... Open up to intuition, it will be there. It's always available. It's not going to let you down. Your problem is sometimes you're not open enough to it. That's where we get stuck. And so you're always going to have to reopen that door. You know, sometimes you don't close it all the way. Maybe it's just a little bit. You just got to reopen and it'll show up. Don't ever worry about it not being there. It is always, always there, always giving you information. Sometimes we just bury it away with all this other crap that we're worried about. Intuition is always there. Find someone you can outsource your intuition. You know, you can contact me through LinkedIn or hello at katherine-mahoney.com. You can reach out to me there and we can set up a time and I can help you clarify, get some clarity on this. It's your own intuition. I'm not going to give you any new information, but what I will do is I will take that big old magnet and grab that needle in a haystack for you. We get caught up in these perceived ways of doing things, these perceived ways of how we want things to be. You can concentrate so hard on how someone sells you something is going to be or how you believe or want or desperately need something to turn out. It will come. It won't always be, though, in the way that you demand, desire, desperately need for it to be. And you may say, oh, I don't desperately need something. Well, you may not want to put that word to it, but underlined somewhere in there, if you can't find intuition, there's some sort of fear or desperation in there. 
That's what you want to clear away. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel threatened by it. Don't say that's not what it is. It may not be fully in that form yet, but boy, you're going to make it that way if you have to go back in and desperately find that intuitive direction. And the more that you practice your intuition, the more that you practice recognizing when you are going off track, when you are piling on too much emotional need or piling on too much logical, faster and easier it will be to identify that beautiful needle of intuition. So don't get worried about if you think you can't find it. It's like the sunglasses on your head. We talked about that before. It's always there. It's always available. Take a moment and remember. So we're going to go through the three actions that you can immediately take. The first one is recognize as soon as possible when you are overly convincing yourself logically one way or the other. Are you getting too caught up in a pros and cons list? Are you getting too caught up in what if I miss this opportunity? This could be my last chance. Or wanting something to be in such a specific way that you're angling it that way. Recognize as soon as possible when you're doing that. Two, I want you to think of a time when you know that you were following intuition, when intuition came through. Identify what it felt like. How did it come through to you? Was it an image of a person? Was it a name? Was it a gut feeling? Was it just a knowing to do something? Identify what that felt like. What was the experience? Doesn't have to be a long paragraph or journal entry. Just you can do it quickly. What was the experience? How did it come through? What did you do? How did it turn out? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And three, if you need help, you need a little intuitive outsourcing, find someone that can give you that intuition. This good person with business background, I'm here to help you as well. Find somewhere to relax your brain for yourself or reach out and get some intuitive guidance. Sometimes it just gets too hectic. It happens to all of us. Just know and trust that you just have to be open and know that the sooner that you catch it, the quicker you'll find that needle in a haystack. I'd love to hear your experience with intuition in your business, or you can drop me a note on my Telegram channel, Clearly Catherine Podcast. You can also reach out to me on LinkedIn if you want to have some more help. Until next time, keep it simple, be at ease with yourself, and allow intuition to light the path.